I can't count how many times I've done a website audit where I've gone through the checkout and then the checkout looks barren. There's no color. There's no logo. The, the company name is written on like Arial font at the top corner and they haven't really paid attention too much on, on the checkout experience. Hello and welcome to the Optimized Store Owners Show, a podcast that helps frustrated store owners become optimized store owners. We are your hosts, Aaron and Christian. We want to invite you to join us each week as we share tips, tactics, and strategies from the most inspiring entrepreneurs in the e-commerce industry. This podcast will help you add flexibility, stability, and happiness into your life. Ready? Let's go. Launching a Shopify store can be daunting. There are a lot of moving parts. And in this episode, we're going to break down four tasks you need to do before launching your clothing store. We'll be talking about additional places to sell your products, what analytic tools you need to use. We'll talk about email notifications and your overall checkout experience. Enjoy. All right. So this is a, uh, I would say it's another episode with just Christian and I, but this is more of a, I think I'm going to interview Christian on this one. This is his expertise. So uh, Christian, how are you feeling about this episode? Uh, pretty good. I think I wrote these points. So um, I think I know what to talk about. Okay. That's good. That's going to be really helpful whenever yeah. I'm asking questions uh, that you will have uh, something to talk about. These are good prompts for me. Um one thing to mention here before beforehand, um, these are, and I, I, I think we originally had the title more uh, open ended. Um, I think this can be open ended, and what I mean by that is like, uh, I think we're going to talk a lot more specifically to Shopify. We have worked on stores like Comet Sold, and then very briefly with you know stuff on like uh, WordPress, and then we're actually more familiar with stuff on like Webflow. But specifically for this episode, I think we're going to be talking about more Shopify things. I think it's viable for other areas, but I just want to like let everybody know that these are going to be more specific to to the Shopify store owners. So that being said, right, we're going to be talking about what do you need to be doing before you launch your clothing store on Shopify? And um, I, I'm, I'm going to share this episode with a lot of people because I think it's one that they do uh, they go ahead and launch and they just don't have a plan to do it because there's just not a lot of resources out there. So super excited for this. Um, all right. So Christian, what is the first thing if I got a brand new site, I'm trying to build something and I'm thinking about launching, what's the first thing I should really do before I make that launch happen? I mean, you have to build your site, right? Um, okay. So, That's a good idea. <laughs> uh, That's the thing. Like, I mean, I would say, you know, 90, 99% of people focus a lot on, on the theme and the user experience and all that kind of stuff. And um, I think that's great initially. And obviously there's there's an element of building your website, right? And, and using a theme within Shopify. And then there's an element of, of the backend stuff, right? Adding your products, product images, description and all that stuff. So we're talking for for this particular episode, we're just talking once you've done all the things that you would typically do, right? You would pick up your theme, you would manipulate, you build out your homepage, you you build out your product page, you, you do all these things and you think that you're ready to go. So these are the four things that we're going to talk about. It's like after you've done all that, that everyone sort of talks about, then these are the four things that a lot of people don't pay attention to. So that number one thing is going to be you need to review the checkout experience and payment options. So mm. I can't count how many times I've done a website audit where the website looks amazing, everything looks great, everything looks on brand, the product photographer, everything looks amazing, right? And then I'm like, okay, let's let's test it out, right? This website is built for me to check out and go through that process. And I can't tell you how many times like 
I've gone through the checkout and then the checkout looks barren. There's no color. There's no logo. The, the company name is written on like aerial font at the top corner. And they haven't really paid attention too much on, on the checkout experience. And that right there um, just tells me that this should be the number one thing, uh, the number one task, right, that, that you go through when uh, you're getting ready to, to launch. It's actually going through the checkout experience and seeing it for yourself firsthand. Because I believe a lot of customer on, custom, uh, store owners would actually go through the checkout process. They would actually see that the checkout page just looks Bad. blank yeah it looks bad it look it, there's nothing to it. it it seems like you went from this awesome website to like a very generic checkout and i'm not saying like shopify actually you know has it open up for you to manipulate and do a lot of different things but you can do certain things in there um, and there's even some apps where you can even do <clears throat> um, upsells within the checkout so all those things are possible it's just a matter of you going through that checkout experience um, and actually testing things out just to make sure that everything looks good. Would you suggest to have them do like an actual, like go all the way through, like buy like, like a purchase of like a $1 product or something like that from their site too? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and, and the reason being is, is this number two, which is reviewing your email notification settings and templates. So reviewing your email notification settings, it's a little bit hard to do within Shopify. Um, but the easiest way for you to get those email notifications as a, as a regular customer would be to go through that checkout experience and actually, like you said, Aaron, create a $1 product and you just purchase it and, and go through and see how that works. See how that thank you page looks, see how, what email notifications you get, how quickly you get those email notifications. So all that stuff is going to give you the knowledge that you need in order to then go back and change maybe the wording on the email notifications. You don't like them, right? It's, it's very templatey, very generic. Um, type wordage. You also want to make sure that you have your colors, your logos, and all that kind of stuff added into into the email notifications. So those are those two things are going to be very very important um, because it's part of the customer journey that a lot of people don't pay attention to, and maybe they pay attention to it way later on um, when it may have been too late. Right? Maybe your first hundred customers already went through a very poor experience uh, trying to check out get notified um, and actually getting the product right that's a that's half of the battle when you get getting the someone to purchase it's great but you want them to keep purchasing right and in order to do that you need to make sure that your checkout your email notification settings um, are all very excellent so uh just just from a, a novice question here or maybe it's a lot of questions that people have if uh those those like those notifications that you're talking about, the email notification settings and templates, are those, can those only be done for inside of Shopify or can you actually connect like third party and you could, you could test it that way too? Or for like these types of notifications you're saying are like, should only be Shopify and then just change the templates out that Shopify has. No, I mean, you, you can do a third party. So you can do something like Clavio. Um, okay. I think even yeah, Mailchimp. It really any any third party email software, you should be able to to connect it and and do the transact what we call transactional emails, right? So when a purchase is made, uh, refunded, a canceled order, uh, your order is on the way, all those sort of transactional type emails, you can do with with third party apps, which may give you a higher degree of of customization 
right within those emails where you might not get that within within Shopify or it may be just a little bit harder because you may have to deal with some custom code or something like that versus like using something like Clavio where you may actually be able to sort of drag and drop and build your email that way. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's technically you can use you can use anything. Um, but then again, I mean, if you do end up connecting something like that, then again, going through the checkout experience again, making mm-hmm. sure that you're not getting double emails, one from Shopify, one from Clavio. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, the good thing is like Shopify does have everything built in, so you don't necessarily have to use Clavio. Um, mm. But it's a, it's a to me, it's more on the the verbiage and the copy that you're using um, on those emails. Um, a lot of times, is it's going to be very dry and to the point where if you're a more of a fun brand, uh, you have the opportunity there to to insert some of your 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 brand into into those emails and your voice into those emails. Hey so owners, are you ready to grow and scale your online business predictably and profitably? We've created a free 15 minute training that will walk you through the five key areas every online store needs to achieve financial success. You can grab the free training by going to optimizestoreowner.com forward slash ecom dash training or clicking the link below in the podcast description. Again, that is optimizedstoreowner.com forward slash ecom dash training. Got it. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't, I am. I was. I know that Clavio or other platforms, Mailchimp, whatever, that could actually connect. But even like you said, even more so, you have to go through that checkout experience because the last thing you want to do is assume that you turned off Shopify and then you turned on Clavio and then then you didn't turn on those and now people get nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so absolutely. Okay, so those are the first two. I think very important there going through that shopping experience. Um, what would you say uh, is the kind of the next in line as far as most importance for uh, helping with that? launch as that point because i feel like you know once they purchase and then you got a good customer experience there shouldn't be too many things else that are kind of missed there right or yeah no like after yeah after you have everything set up and you you've ran through that experience and you got in your emails and everything set up now you're more in line to make changes right or try to figure out how can i make this even better um so we're but we're talking here before you launch so before you launch you technically want to make sure that you have this already figured out, uh, which is your analytics. Um, Mm. Shopify has built-in analytics, and I think they're great. They give you, I think, enough data to make certain changes and and make things happen within your website. But I would go a step further adding something like Google Analytics, and even a step further than that, adding something like Hotjar, which will allow you to view actual recordings of how your customers are using your website so it'll actually give you a screen recording of someone on a phone tapping and scrolling through your website and this type of information will give you all the data that you might need in order to make changes to make your website and your experience overall uh, just way better um, i think a lot of people rely too much maybe on um, on the blog posts and the youtube videos telling them like these are the things that you need to be doing <laughs> but Mm -hmm. they don't rely on their own hard data um, because they potentially haven't even set it up. So that's why we say like before you even launch your clothing store, um, figure out your analytics, connect everything that you need to connect, ensure that is working properly um, so that when the time comes for you to make changes to your website, you have all the hard data, all the hard proof that you need um, to say, look, 
my customers don't ever use search. So this blog post is telling me <clears throat> that I need to have a super smart search bar on my on my on my website and it costs two hundred dollars a month. Um, mm. That may not be the case because you've actually seen your hard data and nobody clicks on the search bar on your store. So that will probably not be the best thing for your website. Very good point. And I was going to say, I think that's also something that whenever I talk to people, they get so wrapped up in is like, what numbers do I look at? What do you know, all of these different things? Like, do I look at Shopify? Do I do this third party? Like, because if you throw in ads, like the ad side of things, right, we use triple well for a lot of stuff and it connects to Shopify, but that's also another dashboard of analytics to look at. And so it's like, which numbers do you actually trust? And I think the main thing is to just figure out what you do trust or what is your baseline and then just continue to look at that one versus like like you said, it could get into like pricing or, or analysis by paralysis kind of thing. There's, it can be very confusing um, and also very stressful, I think, too. So understanding and getting that knocked out, I, I can definitely see on like the the side that I you know talk about a little bit more, which is the marketing and the ad side is just figure out what that is for you and then just don't let it be so much of a stressor too. Um, okay, so last one here. What is, um, I don't know if there's an order of importance. Maybe you can tell us the order of importance later, but if they're going to knock out, like, you know, if they hear all four and they're like, okay, I got to do all four, like which one should they do first? But we got one more here. What is the last thing that they should make sure that they do before launching their, their store on Shopify? So I don't know if it's correct on, on the way we said it here, which is add any additional sales channels. But you don't necessarily need to add them right away before you launch, but have an idea of where you want to sell um, before launching your store. So um, it may be that you have built an audience on Facebook and you have a lot of people on Facebook, right? And you're, you're bringing in this new, new website. Um, you have the opportunity to connect your Shopify site to, to Facebook. So um, if that's your main avenue, or your main resource of, of your audience and people, um, then making sure that you're actually connecting those two um, right along with the launch of, of the website. Again, it doesn't have to be, I don't think this fourth one needs to be something that you need to necessarily do right before launch. Um, but right around launching your store, you want to at least have an idea of where you want your products to show up, whether it's Facebook, Google, Instagram, you want to connect TikTok, um, you need to have an idea of what needs to happen when you connect uh, that particular sales channel. All these sales channels have different rules and different things. I know Facebook is finicky about making sure that you have a product description and product photo. And like, so there's, there's a lot of things that go into it besides just clicking a button and connecting the two. Um, so you just want to be educated about what needs to happen uh, in order for you to add additional sales channels. So having your website is awesome but connecting other sales channels and, and connecting your audience to your store, it's also going to be very important. Definitely. Uh, would want, I would want to make sure that, like, so once they launch it, right, You there's also issues afterwards, right? So let's say they listen to this podcast and then they launch afterwards. Um, you actually created a program for people uh, once they've launched it, right? So they go through the four things here that we mentioned, or the three, and then that fourth is kind of like a little bonus kind of, I would consider. But then once they launch the site, then the next biggest question is like, what do I do afterwards? And so you created a program for it. Maybe you can talk um, or like a really quick course. Maybe you can give a little synopsis of like what that is and then we can link into the description. Yeah, so it's called the website after launch. Um, 
rightfully so, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because you need to watch some of these videos in order to know what's next, right? What do you do after after you launch a website? Uh, we actually, in some of the videos, we go through through some of these things that we're talking about here, um, and then we also go more so over things that you need to be doing like every week, every month, every quarter, every year. Um, a lot of people sort of miss opportunities because they don't have necessarily a schedule on what needs to happen with their website um, in order to ensure that it's operating as smooth as possible, the speed is there, the reliability, etc. So the website after launch really takes care of sort of the next steps and the things that you need to be paying attention to the website. Uh, a website is not something that you just launch and forget. Obviously, with a e-commerce website, there are things that you know you're always going to be adding products and things like that. But um, beyond that, what are those things that you need to make sure that that you're doing? That's what we really dig a little bit deeper um, with the website after lunch, just so you have peace of mind and know that your website will run smoothly if you do these things. So. Very cool. Okay, so yeah, we'll link that down in the description. Um, I hope you guys got a lot out of this episode. Um, I know I learned a few things from this as well. That's just not the area that I that I work on too much um, on this. So just make sure, like I said, and Christian, I don't know if we said it. Is is there an order of importance, or is it just uh you know whatever which one ever like you know if they could only do one of them or, or two of them or whatever like would you say that the the go through the checkout experience is number one or the email notifications? Yeah, yeah, yeah I would say they're they're pretty much in order of of how I would look at them. Um, in terms of importance yeah good okay awesome well like i said guys um i hope you got a lot out of this episode if you're somebody who wants to see things more visually um make sure you go check out our youtube channel it's just search for bit branding um over on youtube we will pop up we put out at least two episodes every week uh christian does talk a lot more in depth about shopify so apps that we suggest themes that we suggest checkout things i think he even has a video on like things that you should change on your checkout page which is a very popular video so uh, make sure you go check it out on on the uh, YouTube on the YouTube. Uh, it's search for Bit Branding. Uh, like I said, and you can see some visual content there. And the description will have the link to the website after launch if you guys are going through this. You launched and then you need an additional resource after that. But until next week, we'll be back with a guest. Um, and until then, hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Bye. That's a wrap. Before you go, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram stories at BitBranding and let us know what you thought about this episode. And next, make sure to leave us an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us reach more people and continue to improve the podcast for you. All right, guys, have a great day and we'll talk to you next week.